Family, the bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps shape in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives. Hello everyone, good, good day and how has your week been? I hope you're having a great time and the Lord is blessing you. Thank God for another opportunity to learn from His feet. Uh, we're continuing on family dynamics, um, and today we'll continue on the topic we started a few weeks ago, choosing the right life partner. So there is emphasis on the right life partner. And as I was looking at it, at it or thinking about it, it is a life partner. It is not somebody that, okay, if, he's right, if, if it works well, it's fine. If not, I come out of it. It's supposed to be for life. That's God's desire for marriage. And there is no way. It's like, um, you know, bringing two sheets of paper together, gum them together, and for one reason or the other, you decide to separate them. There is no way you will have it as it is. So if you go into relationship with the mind of, if it works, fine. If it doesn't work, I come out of it. That your life will never be the same again. There will be wounds because if you put two sheets of paper together and you try to separate them, a part of it will go with this, a part of it will go with the other one. And it's never going to be the same, especially when you have children together, you know. So it's better for us to get it right and have the mindset that God has that it is for life and not if it works, fine. If it doesn't, fine. Praise God. So this day we're looking at choosing the right partner. Continue from the study of the book of Genesis chapter 24. So we, we stopped with um, the man uh, carrying the things. He was putting things in, on the camel so that on his way he has a lot of gifts to give to either the girl or the parents of the girl. And we were talking of financial capacity. That was why where we ended the last episode. So we are continuing this 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 today on looking at verse five, and that is so so key in this story. He said he got a point on his journey. He stopped by the well, and he made the camels go down on their knees near a well. But what stopped me in that, what, what, you know, what attracts me in that verse, he said, it was the evening time when women came to the well to get water. It was the evening time when women came to the well to get water. So he went to the place where 
women go to get water and at the time when he, he was sure that this is the time people would come to get water he knew the kind of place to find a virtuous woman he knew the kind of place to find a good wife he knew the kind of place he can go to get somebody that would be decent for Isaac so what God is saying to us now is the fact that we must be strategic in meeting people you know that you need to know the type of places to go to meet someone. It's not you won't find a good wife in a clubhouse. <laughs> I remember an adage in my language. He said, um, "I can't. I, I, I'm not able to say it verbatim, but the meaning is: if you marry a wife on a dancing floor, that wife will dance away, <laughs> even in marriage. So." That is an adage. So when you go to the clubhouse to marry a, a woman, that woman will continue to go to the, to the clubhouse. So where do you go? It could be at work. It could be because, okay, I have a hobby. I go for a jogging or I play tennis or I do something. You meet people in different locations. It could be in church as well. So women... It is important for you to know that most men, they, 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 they're looking for responsible women. You will make it very difficult for anyone if you don't have a relationship. You, you are not friendly. You come to the church and immediately the grace is shared. You carry your bag and you're gone. It is not important. It is not good enough. Join a department. Do something for God. Serve God. It is called a worship service for a reason. It is to serve God. It's a worship service. Your worship is a service to God. Whatever you're doing is a service to God. Can you imagine if everyone comes like you come and they go? They come like you come and they go like you go. Who will clean and get the place ready? Who will make the place comfortable for the people to worship? Who will sing and bring God's presence down? Hang around. Be friendly with people. It's so, so important. Don't just rush home. Proverbs 18.24 says, A man that had friends must show himself friendly. Don't say, oh, I'm a private person. Pray to God to help you. Come out of your shelf. As private as you are, you have, you have people that you talk to. So it's an, I was very, very quiet. I find it difficult to talk to people. But God has helped me over time because of the destiny that God has carved out for me to fulfill in life. So there's nothing, no, there's nothing that you cannot change. So if you know that you have problems talking to people, pray to God. He will help you. He will help you. He will make you a better person. So either must have friends. He that we have friends must show himself friendly. That is key. Um, a lot of times, there are, I know that some people go on the internet to find a wife. In fact, these days we have Christian dating sites. You need to be very, very careful with that. People that go on the internet to look for a wife, they're desperate. They want a wife or a, a husband by all means. So you need to be careful. And on the internet, people can, you know, 
change things. They can add something that is not in their life. They, they, they can play you play along with you. Oh, I want somebody that is very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just the kind of person that you're looking for. I want somebody that is hardworking. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very hardworking. I do this. People lie on the internet. So you as a child of God, don't be that desperate to go on the internet looking for a wife. Pray to God. He's your father. He wants to lead you in the way to go. This man knew where to go. He said, any woman fetching water must be responsible. Marriage don't change people at all. They, I mean, you don't, marriage will not change people that much. Anyone you choose to, to marry in a, in a clubhouse, that will not stop them from going to club after, after marriage. Marriage will not stop them. The only thing that could stop them is if they accept Jesus and surrender their total life to him. So, it's important that you know where you go in search of a man or a woman to marry. Now, we go to the next point in verses 12 to 14. I was, I was so keen on the kind of prayer he prayed. He prayed, the servant prayed to God. He prayed, Lord God of Abraham, my master, be my guide. He prayed specific prayer. He said, there are few things he said. He said, be my guide. Lead me today as to making a choice for this man. And when he was praying, he prayed, he said, when the daughters of men come to this, of the city, come to fetch water, the damsel to whom I say, lay down thy pitcher, I pray, that I may drink. And she shall say, this is what he wanted the lady to say. And she shall say, drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same, let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. He prayed specific prayers. He told God what he was looking for. We should not underestimate the power of prayer in searching for the right man or woman. God can lead us. God can help us. God can guide us. Let's commit it to the hands of God. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, verse 22, in New King James Version, it said, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. So finding a wife is finding favor of the Lord. And I like the way the NLT put it. He said, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. So the woman is a favor from the Lord. The woman is a treasure from the Lord. The woman is a good thing. When you are going into a relationship because oh, this is a necessary evil, my parents want me to get married, you have got it wrong. But when you see that this person I'm looking for and as women, it is the man that is finding. It is not you. He said, he who finds, not she who finds. Don't keep her, don't go around chasing men. Going to say, oh, you know what? I've been praying and God told me you are my husband. Go and pray about it. That is not the way God wants it done. Let the man chase you. I've seen people that were chasing the men. After marriage, they had it very rough. Every little thing, the man will say, ah, you were the one that said, God said you should marry me. 
you, you, you are a disaster. You are a problem in my life. I, I will have waited on God. So don't let a man pull you down. Let them chase you. When they chase you, they will admire you. They will, they will, they will, they will love you because you are a treasure in the hands of God. Another scriptures in, in Proverbs 31, 10, this is common. He said, who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She's more precious than rubies. It was a question. You are, you are of great value. You are so important in God's agenda. You are of great, great value. Don't look down on yourself as a woman. The Bible says, who can find a virtuous and capable wife? So you have to be virtuous. You have to be capable. That's the kind of person people are looking for. Not just any woman. You can marry a woman with beauty. But if the woman gets to marriage, it takes virtue. It takes capability. It takes, you know, it takes your virtue, the value you have to the home to keep that home. So it's not by, you, you, you've seen people that marry beautiful ladies and they beat them because what they are looking for, they have not got it. I'm not saying, I'm not supporting people beating people. So beauty does not keep a marriage. What keeps a marriage is the value that you have to the marriage and God's presence in that home. And this scripture, I love it and I want to read it. Proverbs 19.14 says, Houses and riches are inheritance from fathers. These are the things your father will say, oh, when your father or mother is dying, write a will and say, this is for me, this is for this brother, this is for this, this is for that. Those are the things that your father can give you. But a prudent wife, a prudent wife is from the Lord. So it is God that can give you the best woman that can give you a prudent wife. And that's why it is important that you pray about it. It's not something that you use your physical sense to pick. It's not something that you use your physical ability to select. It is something that you seek God for. And in that in New Living Translation, it says, Fathers can give their sons an inheritance of houses and wealth, but only the Lord, only the Lord, give an understanding wife. Only the Lord. You cannot be wiser than God. So you need to commit it to God. Proverbs, I mean, that same scripture in message version says, Houses and land are handed down from parents, but a congenial spouse comes straight from God. I was looking at the meaning of congenial in the dictionary. It said a placing or like an on account of having qualities or interests that are similar to one's own. Cambridge Dictionary defined it as a pleasant and friendly, pleasant and friendly, producing a feeling of comfort or satisfaction. That is what a pleasant, a congenial woman is. Somebody that can bring satisfaction to your life as a man. Somebody that can bring comfort to your life as a man. Not a thorn in your flesh. Not a killer. Not, not a woman that is there to devour you. But if you look for that type of woman, a congenial woman, you must seek God for such a person. And it's only God that can give such a person to you. You, know, you cannot find a good woman or a good wife by dressing half naked, pulling your trousers halfway down to show your, halfway down your bottom. It is not dressing like the people of the world, showing half of your breast. Uh, 
the way you dress, somebody said the way you dress is the way you'll be addressed. And your dressing will attract certain type of people to you. They think, oh, these are those girls that are just ready for anything. So that's why you see a lot of strange people, people that are not Christian coming to you. I remember the story of one of my students um, in one of the universities in Nigeria when I was lecturing there. This girl, she's pretty. She's a Christian born again, Holy Ghost field. And she always comes to my office to talk to me about things. And then one of the days I said, why, why do you wear short skirts all the time? She said, oh, Auntie, I, I, I just like it. Well, that's, that, that's the way I was dressing as when I was an unbeliever. And I said, you are now a Christian. Why don't you dress pleasing God? She said, oh, I, I, can't, I can't see myself wearing, wearing something longer than this. So I kept quiet. I was praying for her. And in the lecture room, she's always sitting in front. <laughs> when she's sitting in front, even as a woman, I can see the color of her pants. Talk less of a, of a male lecturer. So it got to a point, a lecturer was all over her, chasing her. And as the devil will plan, plan it, the lecturer that was chasing her was the one given to her as a supervisor. So she found it so difficult. The man will say, come to my office at 7 p.m when he knows that most of the time the place is empty. And she had a lot of issues. I had to pray for her. I had to counsel her because she needed God at that point not to fall in the hand of the man. So the way you dress is the way you are dressed. You are, you are dressed. So a virtuous, to find a virtuous woman, you need God. You will need God to make such a connection. You will need God to make such a great connection with that woman. So pray to God for guide. Let him lead you. Let him order your step. There is power in prayer. This was there is the verse that God gave me when I was praying for who to marry. Psalm 32 verse 8. And I love it. He said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way you will go. I will guide thee with my own eyes. That is God speaking to you as a child of God. This is the way NLT puts it. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. God wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. He wants to advise you. So you need to allow him. You don't know tomorrow, so you need him. You need to allow God to lead you. You don't know the heart of men. The Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? It is only God that knows the heart of that beautiful sister, beautiful choir person in the church. There are people that are in the church that are not born again, but they have mastered the Christian language. Bless you, my brother. Oh, the Lord bless you. Oh, thank God for your life. They know all the things we say, so you can easily be deceived. He knows the future. The Bible says God knows the end from the beginning. He knows the future. So allow him and trust him for the best. He created you. He knows you inside out. He knows the person that will best fit your life. So allow him to choose for you. Do not lean on your own understanding. The Bible says in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. In verses 12 to 21, Abraham's servant prayed this prayer. He said, be my guide today. Be kind to my master as you promise. I will say to one of the girls, please let me drink a, from a, let me let me have a drink of water from your pots. And I was surprised because that was his prayer. And 
the woman, he prayed that this woman will say, let me also give to your camels as well. But when he was going to ask, he said, please, can you give me a drink? And the woman just said, I'll give you a drink and give to your camels. And when I look at it, the Bible talked about there were servants that came with him as well. So it's not one camel. There were so, more than men that came in the journey with him. So for a woman, I, I don't know. It's, I don't, I'm not sure whether it was river. She was fetching water from the well. I, I remember those days back in my country where we, in my house we had a well. So if your well is deep and you have to fetch water and fill your, your jug or your pail or, or whatever you are using, basin with water, it is hard work. And this woman will go there, fetch water, give this one, give that one, until everybody are drunk. The qualities you must have and look for in a life partner. The guy knew the type of qualities to look for. The first thing we saw, kindness. Habits die, habits don't die hard. I mean, habits die hard. If she's kind today, she'll be kind to you, even in marriage. She'll be kind to others. She was kind to this old man. You remember that the old man, a servant, an old man, it does not look like a prospective husband. So it's not, she was not kind to him because he was, he was, oh, this could be my husband. No, she was not kind to him because she, she, could, she could be the one that I will marry. No. So you need to be kind to everybody. Be kind to people. You see them carrying two bags, help them with one. Be kind to people. You are a child of God. Even in this time and age, people, children, young people do things. And I wonder... What did the parents teach them? So as mothers, we need to teach our children values. Let them have values. Let them be kind. In verse 17, he said, please give me a little water. She said, I will give you water to drink and also to your camels. Remember, this was the chief servant. And the Bible says in verse 33, he had other servants. He had other men that came with him. So polite to the people. I don't know. We need to be polite to the poor. Polite to people that don't even look like it. If you are a member of the church and you are not serving, you are not kind. I think we, we, we because of our time, uh, I, I, I don't want to rush through this particular point because this is key. And so I believe we'll continue on this in the next episode. So please try be kind. Get the value that God, the, the value of a child of God. Be, be, you have the right values. Be kind. This girl was kind. And that made a way for him, for her. The Lord will help us. In the name of Jesus. I believe that you are enjoying this. And I don't want you to just listen to me, but let it be part of your life. Let it be God, something that God can work upon in giving you the right partner for you. Have a beautiful day and the Lord bless you. See you in my next episode when we conclude on the, the, the issue of choice making. God bless you. Read good. Really